podcast where things can only get better it's a song i tried to sing the song and then i thought that would be a strange opening after the much better pump it up had just been playing so you're not going to get me singing but you can you can imagine the song in your in your head for those that know it before we begin i'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we record this podcast and play our football for all of us today that is the lands of the Wurundjeri people sovereignty was never ceded and it always was always will be aboriginal land so my name is taryn i'm your host as always although not as always because not last week but never mind we move joining (laughs) me as always is actually always fiona dutchy holland dutchy hello hello everyone Good to be back. I was listening to a podcast recently where you just had a haircut and it's been a couple of weeks now and I have to say your hair's still looking pretty good. It's it's held up. Well, yeah, it's it's a bit different. It's a bit less hairdresser hair, but it's probably more how it would normally sit. But thank you, Taryn. That's lovely. No worries. <laughs> thought I'd thought I'd pass that on to everyone to who are visual learners. <laughs> Joining us today, guest for the first time ever on the podcast is State Three's Keely. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. A pleasure, pleasure. So tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? How long have you been in the club? Um, I think I've been at the club for about like maybe eight or nine years. Um, I'm a forward probably the only forward in the whole club that hasn't scored a goal this year. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I don't I don't think you're the only one, considering uh, I, I, I'm not sure State 3 is, is, is yet to rack up a goal. I, I don't mean to say that's, that in such yeah, an enthusiastic voice. This is, it's a sad voice, but as a, as a reassurance. So we'll get cracking straight into that game then because it was unfortunately uh, a heavy loss to Melbourne, Serbia, formerly Fitzroy, uh, very familiar to many of us um, out in Richmond now after that whole affair. Uh, Keely, obviously you were there. Uh, Take us through the game and how it panned out. Um, You know, I think it was, once again, one of the games that we play where the score doesn't reflect, you know, the some of the great plays and the hard work that we all put in. Um, especially, I think, in the first half, um, we had some really great plays. We had a couple shots on goal. Um, we were lucky enough to have Gertie playing with us this week, which was, you know, very good. Um, she did not tell so... me that. I ask her every week. I'm like, <laughs> how did you go? How did it... She did not mention this, not for a second. <laughs> It was it was pretty. She's great. I mean, because I'm new to the seniors, so I haven't seen her play before. But yeah, it was it was great. Um, but yeah, you know, um, as usual, our defense was amazing. They just had a couple of lucky shots. Um, 
yeah, I think, you know, I think every week we we get closer and closer. So we're going to get there. Yeah. yeah. And and Nia coaching as well, which was also very good. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. How was Nia as a coach? <laughs> um, she over, she overrode Gertie. The, Gertie made a few decisions on the pitch and then Nia overrode her. It was hilarious. I don't know if you saw that, Keely, but go on. Go yeah, on. it was pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it was also good. We had Gertie, yeah, as you said, yelling at us on the pitch. So, you know, it was very good. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we arrived, Keely, and we thought we were going to have 15. And then when we got there, Gertie's like, all right, we've only got 13. And I think she made a comment. I can't remember exactly what it was, but like half of our players were out this week or something like a lot of our players just weren't available because of injury or, you know, the long weekend I think also plays into it. Um, and then she just surprised us all and said, so I'm going to play. And we were just like, all right. And Keely, I didn't realise you didn't know how good a player Gertie was. But, um, yeah, that's why we're all pretty excited because we're like having Gertie in the midfield can change things up a bit. And just having her, I guess, her experience and her communication to help us out. Um, I think it made a difference when she was on the pitch. Um, it made a difference because it was such a big pitch. And um, I don't know, for those that have played at Kevin Bartlett, it's uh, – very wide pitch um so we got pretty tired just because of the width of the pitch basically so having an extra pair of legs when we didn't have many on the bench really helped us um yeah and I think you, you say Keely that the defense did well but we just get absolutely slaughtered every week um we're kind of in amongst it all the time so you kind of do some good things and you don't you do some not so good things as well um, but it was nice, like Keely said, to see the midfield take it up, connect a few passes and get it through to Keely. Um, I think, did you have a shot on goal? There were a few shots on goal, Keely. Yeah, yeah, there were a couple. Yeah, yeah. So we are getting closer. And, um, yeah, I think one of the things we do is we kind of kick the ball to Keely and we just say run, but none of us keep up with her. So uh, that's one of the things I think you know, my takeaway from that game is there's times where we've got the ball and then we, we kick it to them, the opposition, and they just take it straight back down the field. So we're kind of running up and down all the time in that midfield area and getting very tired. Whereas I think if we were able to hold onto the ball and just, you know, connect a pass with another player and work it up, it gives us all a chance to stay up in line with Keely so that when we give Keely the ball, she takes it up. We're kind of there with her as another passing option if she can't score. Um but I think we're going to get better. We're slowly getting better. And I think Gertie at the end of the game said, you know, we didn't hang our heads. Is that the, is that the phrase at all? Like we didn't kind of, <laughs> what, what's the phrase? Anyway, whatever it means is that we didn't give up, even though we were down like seven or eight nil, we just kept fighting and fighting. Um, and I think we had a better second half than first half. I don't remember what the score was in the first half, but maybe it was six nil. And then in the second half, they only scored three goals. And one of them was a, uh, a rough tackle that Milo put in, supposedly, right at the end, and uh, they scored off that free kick. So, <laughs> although Mar Milo will say it wasn't a free kick. So, anyway, they, they scored a cracker of a goal off that free kick to make it 9-0, which kind of hurt right at the end there. But, yeah, I think, I don't know, I think clearly we are, I feel like we are going to win some games. I don't think, there's definitely teams that are going to keep beating us, but we've played, well, we've almost played every team now. And I think there's definitely some of the teams that will go into the game thinking, okay, we can give this team a run for their money. And if we've got, you know, players back from injury, I think um, it'll be interesting to see how we go. And I'm sure you'll, you'll score, Keely. So 
I can't wait for that. We'll all be celebrating. <laughs> yeah, eventually it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to celebrate when you score, Keely? Do you have a do you have a goal celebration in your in your back pocket? Ah, uh, no, not really. I don't. Well, you've clearly scored goals. One. You've scored goals before. Like, how many years have you been at the Jetties now? I think maybe eight, maybe nine. Okay. And you've always been a forward? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you normally do when you score a goal? Um, Just kind of a little little run and then a, you know, <laughs> maybe a high five. <laughs> Nothing too spectacular, All but right. maybe maybe for, for this year I'll have to think of something out there. Yeah. 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 Something, something elaborate. Yeah, I want something more than that, more than a high five. Punch the goal flag, do a Timmy yeah. Daniel. Or a shh to shush the crowd. That would be good. I'd like that. That's an easy one. <laughs> right. You have you have a week to think of something, Keely. Come next Sunday when you score. When you score a hat trick. <laughs> we need to see the uh the celebration. And just a side note, Keely did get best on ground that was announced today. So well done, Keely. Were there any sort of, I don't know, funny light moments, any dogs, any birds, anything of that nature? No. No, there was nothing of that nature. There was um, obviously the noise of the freeway constantly. So I think that was one of the issues. That the, the other team must just get used to yelling loud enough above that freeway. But, you know, I don't think communication, often you couldn't hear people because the freeway is so loud. But, yeah, there were no dogs. There was nothing, actually, no action there whatsoever. Well, the people of Richmond clearly hate their dogs because they weren't taking them on walks. Yeah. Well, but maybe... they are respectful of us because they had them on their leads. So, <laughs> good news. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll roll straight into then the State 2 game. Uh, it was at home against Barton. Uh, there's no State 2 guests today because someone pulled out at the last minute. I won't name names. So, I will do the game recap. That's fine. The coach's um, report. Coach's report, exactly. <laughs> so three one lost to Barton. Uh it was it was very it gave me deja vu vibes of Clifton Hill two weeks ago in that we were dominant for large periods. We we've been one of the things I've been really pleased with and proud of as a coach is that every game there'll be there'll be something and I'll say, okay, well, we conceded a goal because of this or, or we we weren't switched on in these moments. And we correct it every single week. And, uh, you know, on, on Sunday, we we played from minute one. We played well from minute one. We, uh, we never gave up. We never dropped our heads. The passing was a lot better. The structure was a lot better. All of those things were fantastic. Unfortunately, we conceded. I think all three goals were uh, route one balls to the striker uh, and who managed to get in behind and, and one and one score. And uh, I th- I reckon they had three shots and scored three goals, maybe four. I'll be a bit generous. Maybe four. That's annoying. Uh, and I reckon we had 10 shots <laughs> ah, okay. and, uh, and scored one. So 
one of those games, games again, but it definitely leaves a different feeling than the previous two weeks and the previous two losses. I think that it's a very optimistic feeling in the sense that we, again, like as a coach, it's hard to not be coach mode. It, they did everything I asked. And so I can't, you know, it's, 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 we are improving. We are getting better. And for those of us who have played this game for long enough, you know that eventually the results turn when you when you're playing better than the opposition they do turn um but it does feel like running into a brick wall at times <laughs> when they're not turning so uh frustrating results wise but performance wise very pleasing and i think the improvement that we're seeing week on week particularly with the younger players is immense um and really cool to see so you know, say lovey, such is life. Uh, we did have a dog incident, actually, uh, because it's Fairfield Park and there is always a dog incident. <laughs> Someone walking around with their dog. Without fail. Lead. Uh, this was when I was, like, in peak psychopath mode as well. I think we'd just gone 3-0 down. I was like, this is so undeserved. Blah. And then there was a dog and I was like, this is, like, I am mad that this dog needs to be back on the lead. Um, but yeah, we, we were three nil down and then with about 15 minutes to go, Jade scored a really good goal. Uh, it had been coming. We really were, we really were dominating, particularly in the second half. Uh, and the goal, she found her way into the penalty area. I don't remember how, but she did. (laughs) Um, she... There was a defender that tackled her and it was the most sort of great thing about this goal is that if she'd have gone down, it would have been a penalty stone wall, but she didn't go down. She kept her feet somehow uh, and managed to get the shot away and and scored the goal. So that was really cool. Um, There were some really incredible performances. Uh, Gwen was named best on ground. I've... uh, played position roulette with Gwen lately and now she's found herself playing on the wing and she's doing really really well there (laughs) um and yeah she had a fantastic performance kept getting in behind the defense quite a lot um Danny played quite well as well uh Grace was phenomenal as always uh returning from from an injury so yeah so many positives it's just I wish, I wish, I wish there could be positives and three points, but you know, that's okay. There can be, there can be positives and not three points as well. We, we move on. We live. There's always next week or next time you come up against them, you want to beat them. It's always next time. There's there's quite a few teams in my. Yeah. 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 I think so too. I was having a look because you guys are seventh at the moment. Is that right on the ladder? Yeah. And I think if you kind of look at the teams that you probably expect to beat next time around and it's, you know, the team, I feel like everyone's just getting used to playing in their positions. And like you said, playing roulette with Gwen's position. I think it's a little bit the same in our team though. Like we're, we're starting to get there. It's starting to kind of click, but it's just taken a bit of time, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. And it's a transitional year. Like we have so many new players, uh, both the players that are coming up and then also just new players to the club Uh, in, in both teams. There's been a lot of movement. 
and playing a system and a style of football that is new to a lot of people as well um, makes a big difference. But it is coming together. It is getting better every single week. Um, just from a state two perspective, we, it doesn't help we've had an injury crisis specifically of centre-backs. Like no other position. Every other position is completely healthy and fine. But if you're a centre-back, oh, uh, not not fantastic. So um, that obviously We, must, we must be getting close to getting some of them back though, yeah? Uh, Heather is not far away. Yeah. Um, Lance, I think, would still be three or four weeks. Yeah. Uh, is my understanding. They can yeah. listen to this and correct me if correct I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but I think Heather's going to be close to next week, if not the week after. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Yep. Um. So you've talked about the goal. You've talked about the players that played well. Any funny moments? Did you fall over, Taryn? Anything like that? I I didn't, but I did do a gentle jog to retrieve a ball that did have everyone having <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh no. Do you know what? I'm gonna save my favorite moment of the game for moment of the week. Okay. Um, but. It was quite funny. There were a few <laughs> players that got quite fired up. Okay, great. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and right. Barton, were Barton a nice team to play against? I think last year we said they were really young. They were like children. Very young. Yeah, yeah. Very, very young, young yeah. very technical. So for those that don't know the story of Barton, they were a club established uh, by refugees from Afghanistan. So uh, I don't know specifically the story with their women's team, but they are... Uh, they would all be between sixteen and twenty, probably in that, and they're all they've all they're all coming up together. So they've all it's the same team as last year, um, and they got promoted, I believe, the first season they were in the state leagues, and then they've been in in state two for a couple years. Um, but yeah, very young, very technical, uh, very small. Which was which was welcome. It was, was a welcome change, but because they were so good technically and with the ball at their feet, it meant that any minor mistake was was punished because yeah. they were so good on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting that they they didn't their playing style didn't make total use of that. Um, they did play a little bit of hoofball at times. But when you were in that one-on-one duel with them, they were very good with the ball at their feet, yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So nice team. Oh, yeah. I will I will add something, actually, though, because Grace will – Grace is still thinking about it. I can tell Grace is stewing on it. The kit clash. The kit clash. Oh, the kit clash. That was they mentioned last week as well. They were orange and black with black shorts and black socks. So I shouldn't have worn that yesterday. I don't brought this up. They didn't have an away kit. I brought okay. this up with them and they said, we don't have other socks. So I brought it up with the referee. The referee said to me that you're allowed to clash socks at this level. I said, I don't think that's right. And he said, no, no, you're allowed to clash socks. And I was like, well, this happened with state three a couple of weeks ago. And apparently you're not. And he said, no, no, you are. You're allowed to. And I was like, right. Okay, uh, and he was like, and the shirts are, are, are enough apart that you don't need to worry about it. And I was like, 
don't know about that. Like we're definitely wearing our away kit when we go. Like it's yeah. There's a kit clash. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I looked up the competition rules after the game, and it turns out that yeah, you're not allowed to have the sock clash, and. I'm not going to say, like, it It didn't change the outcome. The conditions were the same uh-huh. for both teams. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. there were times when both teams played the ball to an opposition player because you're looking down, it's the same coloured socks. Uh, there was actually the referee made an incorrect call at one point that he had to correct because he couldn't tell the two teams apart. So uh-huh. it didn't help anyone. It didn't help anyone on the pitch. Uh, and it is annoying as the away team. It's their responsibility. But and they, yeah, they should have another pair of socks. Sorry, they should have but, another pair of socks. They should have an yeah. away kit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. competition yeah. rules. But yeah. um, yeah, it happened last season as well. Apparently, the same yeah. kick clash. Yep. Uh, it's very close. It's very close. So, yeah, the red and black mm. versus orange and black is it's yeah pretty close. <laughs> well, I almost want to take our well, you know, do you want to take our red and black kit when we play them away? But just to just to be annoying. Just to annoy them, but I'm sure I'm sure then the ref would rule against us, and maybe we're better to take our blue kick because it might make it easier for us anyway. Yes. yes. Yeah. And we want to win. And we want to win. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Justice for, I mean, anyone who's even slightly colorblind would have yeah. struggled. So. Yeah. yeah. I remember this conversation last season. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's accessibility issues. There's. You know, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we move. <laughs> well we'll finish up there with the recaps of the games it's okay there's always next week we pull ourselves up by our socks and shoelaces and keep going what are the motivational things to say it's a beautiful sunny day outside get to training get to the game let's work harder heads up work harder (laughs) don't stop in the words of Ange Postacoglu we never stop um, that's us at the jetties we don't stop <laughs> yes <laughs> so moving on to trivia Dutchie can you give us an up-to-date catalogue of the trivia scores yes I can and we'll get and right into it it's a good thing that we don't have a state two guest because they're leading they're on nine points right and then Charon and our state three guests they're equal on six points I'm on four points and our other guests are on three. How are you only on four? Well, I think the truth is coming out that I really don't know much about soccer. I just bluff my way along sometimes. So, you know, I don't watch nearly as much soccer as you do, Taryn. Like, I'm never going to be as good as you, but I'll try. It's literally my job. And I was the one who didn't know that Katrina Gori was at Vizio. So, like. True, true. Well, I'll still try and knock you off your perch. But anyway, let's. uh... See how I go. I'm not doing a very good job of it right now. All right. Well, to build the suspense to see if Dutchie will get a point today, you can go first with your question. Dutchie, what do you have with us today? Well, I was worried that someone else might have this trivia question tonight, so I'm glad I'm going first. The FIFA women's rankings were updated a couple of days ago on the 9th of June. So my question is, what are the rankings of the countries in Group B in the upcoming Women's World Cup? Now, that's the group that Australia play in. So I want the rankings of the four countries in that group. Keely, what's your knowledge of this kind of thing? <laughs> uh, not great. 
not great. I'm not gonna lie. I'm going to three, two of the games, but yeah. Do we know which countries are in the group? Do you want me to say the countries in the group, and then you've got to get the ranking? Say yeah? the countries. Okay. Go on. So we've got Australia, we've got Canada, the Republic of Ireland, and Nigeria. Um, I'll I'll go first. I have I have okay. ballparks. I have ballpark estimates. Right. Just so. didn't want you to have accurate estimates. Canada seven. Australia, we're not in the top ten. Eleven. Ireland eighteen. Nigeria around thirty. I'll go with thirty. <laughs> They're my my guesstimates. All right, Peely, it's your turn, and don't be don't take anything that Taryn has just said as guidance because she's incorrect on some of those things. <laughs> okay, well, my guesses are going to be just completely out of nowhere because I don't know. Um, I'm going to say Australia, maybe like maybe like seven. Um, Canada. Maybe twelve. Um, Nigeria, maybe like twenty-five, and Ireland, maybe like seventeen. Yeah, just random guesses. I have no clue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Australia are in the top ten. We're number ten. Okay. Well, I, I thought you would get that for sure, Taryn. I could have just gone with the question of where was Australia ranked, but I'm like, that's going to be too easy for Taryn. I could have done it. No, I don't. Well, I kept up to date with it until the groups were announced because the important thing was who was in the top six because right. who was going to be seated top. Uh, and then after that, I just ignored yeah, it. I was okay. like, whatever. Good for me to know. <laughs> um, Canada are number seven. So that's one to you, Taryn. Uh, Ireland are 22 and Nigeria are 40. So I guess, Taryn, you got one right, so you get the point. Come on. But good try, Keely. <laughs> That's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Some of your guesses, Keely, were almost there, yeah. I wanted you to get Australia at number 10. It would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keely, what question do you have for us? Um, so I just, to preface this, I know not a lot about actual, like games. Like I watch games, but I don't know anything. So my question is about Lego. Um, so oh. last, last week, um, I think it was last week, Lego released a new set as part of their like play unstoppable, unstoppable com- campaign. Um, and obviously the set was soccer themed. So my question is what four iconic female players are featured in the set? I know two of them because I've seen it on Insta. Do you know any, Taryn? I've seen it around and I it's one of those things that I was just like in one ear out the other but like social media equivalent right. like I just saw Lego and I was like I can't be polished I'm <laughs> moving on see I love Lego I took lots of notes well like obviously not enough because I don't know the four players I could I could 
guess based okay. on the one player that I saw. Well, you go first and then I'll I'll guess. No, because then you're going to know which player. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Sam you probably, probably guess one of them. Sam yeah. I'm guessing. Because she posted about it, so mm. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. If it's iconic female players, let's go Marta as another one. Four iconic players. Let's go Megan Rapino because it's American themed, presumably. And Lucy Bronze. Let's go an English person. You're so annoying, Sharon. <laughs> How close was it? Well, I know that Kerr and Rapino are two of them. They were my two. I reckon Marta is right. I hadn't thought of her. It's like the four players that people would know. <laughs> That's the basis I'm going off. Yeah, I don't know the fourth one though. Might have been like a like an older one, like um, or could Randy it be, Chastain or something. Could it be Pachelis? Ooh, I'll go. Could be. I'll go her. They're all they're all current. I'll, I'll oh, don't tell yeah. Taryn that. Current. Don't tell. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm not going to change. My four are my four. So all right. And my four, I'm going one different. So we're going one different each. Talis versus Lucy Bronze. Who's the four? Oh. Well, tell us who they are, Keely. Well, you both got two. Oh. So obviously Sam Kerr um, and Megan Rapino. Um, Yuki Nagasato. Uh-huh. Um and Asisat Oshola. So I guess you both do you both get a point or half a point? I reckon Which? we can both get a point we for both that. Get a point. I'm, take, I'm taking a point. I need points right now. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure Shola is Nigerian, so I think we'll come oh. up against her. Let me Google that before and I tell me who she plays for now. She like plays club. for Barcelona. Ah, okay, right. Uh, yes, she is Nigerian and she does play for Barcelona. That is and what the... position? Striker. Okay, just so I know where to, who might play against her and that kind of thing. Yeah. She's their best player. She's a good player. Okay, great. Good question, Keely. Loved it, loved it. <laughs> All right. I'm actually I'm so happy that it wasn't just like Marta and Lucy Bronze as well. By the way, <laughs> to be clear, this is the best outcome. Yeah, they've got di- diversity. Well, also because they're they, yeah. Well, Marta was very good. Lucy Bronze yeah. was never good. Overrated. Boo. Boring. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd have Kaz over Lucy Bronze in my team. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kaz is good. Is Lucy Bronze like she's a right not very good at all? Yeah, yeah okay. she's a right yeah. back. She's a right back. Um, so my question, uh, another World Cup related one. So in our group, one of the opponents are the Republic of Ireland. They are our opponents because they won a playoff game last year. Who was the opponent that they beat in the playoff game? And a bonus point if you know the score. <laughs> that I'm gonna. Matter. I'm gonna have a guess. I think it's an. 
it might be a chance because I know some teams that were in the playoffs, but there were probably lots of teams. It wasn't first, the playoffs in New Zealand. It was a it was a European playoff. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a crack. Yeah, go on. Wales. Okay, Keely. And the uh, do you want the score? Oh yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, I got the score. What do you reckon? One nil. Cool, Keely. I've got no clue. Um, I'm gonna guess the score first. Um, I'll say maybe two nil. Um, far out. I I don't know. Name a no European clue. country that's not in the World Cup. <laughs> um. <laughs> See, I couldn't even name all the ones that are in the top. So. <laughs> I've, I've got no idea. All right. Dutchie, <laughs> you got the score right. It was 1-0. And you were so close. It was against Scotland. They ah, beat Scotland 1-0. Okay. Well, I did Scotland. Because Wales lost as well. They were in a playoff to someone else. They did. So oh. they lost to Scotland, I think. Or they ah. lost to Ireland, maybe earlier. Got um, it. Okay. Yeah, it was those three gunning for one spot, though. The score was 1-0, and it was a ridiculous result. Scotland had 75% possession. They had, like, 20 shots to three, uh, and Ireland managed to win. So that's how we can expect them to play against us in Sydney in round one. They will park the bus, and we have to find a way to smash through it to move the bus to, mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. To break the bus's windows we need to beat them we need to beat everyone so that we can beat the, the u.s oh anyone can beat the u.s i don't care who if the u.s win i'll be so annoyed after that ad they brought out this week it's not... like i'm waiting for heather to respond to the post on the jetties about that just silence it's... so arrogant the team are so unlikable no offence to Heather, who I love dearly. We all love Heather. But Heather is the exception of American football <laughs> players, not the rule. <laughs> the exception. Uh, apologies to Matt, who may be listening as well. <laughs> they've obviously put out that ad now to fire other teams up. Yeah. It's part of their psyching everyone out, I'm sure. Oh, it's working. It's a good yeah, marketing yeah. campaign. We're, yeah, we're talking definitely. about it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, someone needs to be the US, I swear to God. Please. It'll happen. It'll happen this World Cup, I think. I hope so. All right. So who gets a point in that one? I'm taking a point. You get you get a point for getting the score. Right. right. Thank you. All right. Can you give us a final points tally? Okay, so State 2 unfortunately didn't get any points this week, so they're (laughs) still on 9. Taryn, you're now on 8, and I am on 6 with the State 3 guests, and other guests are on 3. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Still plenty of time for change. I've got a spreadsheet now Mm. that tallies them all up. There'll be no mistakes. Hello, everyone. So we're finally up to date with the podcast releases and therefore uh, we're going to get a quick little update about where the juniors are at and where the men's team is at as well. So as always, it's uh, the girls teams from under 15 up, so full field up and the senior men's as well. 
So we'll start with uh, Lanza's team, the exception to the rule, her under-12s. They unfortunately lost 3-0 to Northern Falcons, but last time they played this team, they lost 7-0. So they've improved by four goals, uh, and that is the power of Lanza's coaching. What a superstar. The under-15s didn't play this week. The under-16s did play. They actually played just before the State 2 at home. They unfortunately lost 1-0 to Faulkner, so a really close game there. The under-18s also played directly before our game. Uh, one of their rare games this season, they won 4-1 up against Altona, so 18s going strong as well. Violet scored. We saw that goal. It was a banger. Uh, Phoebe scored. P. Wilson? Who's P. Wilson? Is that Phoebe? Probably is Phoebe. Uh, and I don't know who S. Parker Wright is, so I'm sorry if that's you, but congratulations on scoring two goals in the second half. Superb work. Audrey can tell me via Chloe. Hello, Audrey. I know you're listening. All right, let's go to the men's team. They played away against Maidstone United. They won 4-2 the seniors. They're going great guns this season. If we have a quick squeeze at the ladder, they currently sit second, only behind Glenroy with one by one point uh, after 11 games played. So exciting stuff for them um, in terms of the resis. Uh, our resis are sitting fourth. Their results on the weekend was unfortunately a 3-2 loss to Maidstone. So overall, the club is going well. I know the 15s are doing well as well, even though they didn't play this week. And uh, yeah, things are things are looking good overall at the Jets. All right. Now it is time for everyone's favorite segment, my favorite segment, because I never do my due diligence. <laughs> Dutchie just does it for me on the podcast. It is the scouting segment. Dutchie, tell us about our opposition this week. All right, well, we've got both teams playing at home, which is exciting. We've got the double header. Um, so State 3 play, first of all, we're playing at 1.15 and we're playing against Manningham United Blues Football Club. Now, I'm going to give my little scouting update, but I think, Charon, you will probably add to it towards the end. Um, but we know who Manningham are. We played them last season and they finished sixth on the ladder. They're currently, well, they're, they're showing is third on the ladder. However, they're a game behind. Um, they've got to play a catch-up game, which will be against Melbourne, Serbia, which we expect that they would win, which once they've played that game, we expect that they'll be on top of the ladder. Um, yeah, so just looking at their, their tally, they've had five wins. They've had one draw. Their draw was against Collingwood. They had a one-all draw, and they haven't lost the game yet. Their goal difference is 25. Um the teams they've beaten, so Malvern, Monash. Um, Monash was Maria's team. They beat 10-1 in that round one. They've beaten Elfington 10-0, Melbourne Uni 2-0. And this week they had a win over game women's team 1-0, which I think we uh, we all talked about on the podcast and we might throw to Charon in a minute. Um, so Manningham, they've just got the one women's team. I'm assuming they're building towards NPL Charon. It looks like the juniors and the men's are NPL already. Yep. Um, so they've got lots of juniors teams. Um, just looking at the socials, they're very good 
at posting equally coverage of juniors, men's, women's. I really like what I saw on their socials. Um, they've got a winter ball coming up, which I thought was nice. So that's a big fundraising event for the whole club. So all, all the, I guess, all the teams get involved in that. And then they've got this female football shield, which is the game that we played against them last year. And they had the MPs at the game and they put on all the food at the end. And we had to do that, you know, fancy walkout with junior players next to us, like we're famous. They played that shield this week, which um, I believe is why Charon might have been there. Um, I thought it was a shield that was going to be against us every year, but obviously they've chosen to play it against the Afghan women's team this season, which is fair enough. It would have been a great game. Um, and they, they kind of said on their socials that they were lucky enough to host the female football shield, but I actually think it's something they have instigated just to celebrate females playing football. They do um, a number of things at the club. I think in February they called it something like female, February female month, where you had to bring a friend um, to try and grow the women's game. So they've got a lot of focus on the women's game and females playing football, um, which I think is a great focus, and we don't always see that at all the clubs. But, Taryn, have you got any goss about Manningham? Because you were at the game commentating, I believe. I was at the game commentating. So as part of their female uh, football shield, uh, they wanted someone to to commentate. Now it wasn't live streamed. It'll be post commentating, but they they did that as a bit of a gift to their players. And um, the way that the uh, head of women's football there explained it to me was that up until a few years ago, the women's team was a bit of an afterthought. They had a, an MPL program for the men's and boys. So they have a, an MPL two team in the men's, um, but the women's team was just sort of there. And uh, as of a couple of years ago, they decided, no, we're going to give the same resources to our women's team that we give the men's. So right down to physios, facilities, uh, coaching, coaching staff, they have goalkeeping coaches, all of that sort of thing. It's all equal between the, the their women's team and the MPL men's team. And can they do that? They've obviously got the money to resource that. Can they do that because they're MPL or is it just? Oh, who, I, I mean, I, I'm not privy to their finances. But you wonder I mean... how they, like, <laughs> it looked good. Like from what I could see online, it looks like a pretty schmick, you know, oh, yeah, they've, got, they've got someone, they've got a bit of money behind it or people that know what they're doing behind it. It's a really good facility out there at yeah. Petty's, uh, Petty's Reserve, um, where they played on on Friday night. Uh, lovely grandstand, lovely pitch, synthetic pitch. Um, uh, when because I was doing the commentating, uh, the players sent in their bios, so I know <laughs> a few things about some of the players. I mean, there's there's players who trained at West Ham. When oh. they were younger, played for played for Tottenham. One of them played for Tottenham. Amazing. <laughs> um, okay, great. There are, you know, players from the the upper reaches, former Burundara, former, um, you know, State One VPL kind of players in there. But a lot of those those players are new that have sort of come this season. There's also mm. someone uh, who started playing in 1976, so an older player as well. She was fantastic oh, as well. She was really? pretty tireless. That's uh, exciting. Okay. Yeah, That's so a real, a real mix. But they've obviously, yeah, they've decided to, to really heavily invest in their women's program. And you can see by the results and the way they play, like they are on their way up. It wouldn't yeah. shock me, not only if they get promoted, it wouldn't shock me if they skip stay two. Yeah. Uh, it, it actually wouldn't there was a team last year 
that skipped state two uh, from from state three and went straight up to state one. So it wouldn't shock me if, if Manningham do the same. Okay. Um, yeah, they're clearly different to what they were last year because they they still beat us convincingly last year, but they finished six. So something's yes. changed. And I know yes. we've lost a few teams from state three, but to beat Afghan women's team as well, like it would have been a great game to watch. It was a fantastic game, and I'll tell you what happened in the game. Uh, so. The Afghan team were six from six going into the game. Uh, Manningham were, were a few behind on third, but with the game in hand, as you say. Uh, and, you know, it started out really even. And then after about 15 minutes, uh, the Afghan team got a red card, a denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. It was very clear-cut. It was a straight red. I didn't know if the ref was going to give it, though. <laughs> it was a bit shaky, but it was, it, was a, it was a very obvious red card. Um, and so the Afghan team played with 10 most of the game uh Manningham scored in the first half so one of their players uh Gia Capsimalis is a 13 year old or 14 uh she is the top scorer in state three at 13 she's exceptional she's exceptional and you could see it on the pitch um she was one of their best players uh she trains with the MPL boys she's also represented Victoria underage and yeah obviously obviously okay something to look forward to on something Sunday something to look forward to yeah so um so Julie, just... do you want to play in defense <laughs> <laughs> you might keep up with her so just kick kick the 13 year old no joking um she might be 14 now I don't know she was 13 at the beginning of the year but either way you know a child they had to get yeah. an accept an exemption for her to play oh um so, yeah, she scored a penalty in the first half and that was enough for them to hold on. Things got very fiery towards the end. Uh, Manningham might be slightly undermanned because it sounded like their captain broke their leg. There was a, a really bad tackle um, that, you know, studs up uh, yeah. into the shin kind of situation um, and didn't look good for her. So uh maybe they're slightly undermanned but uh, no they they were they were an exceptional team like the the game was really a good quality game uh, did you think did they deserve to win yes yep. yes they they're were the better team, team. Yep. Yeah. yeah but also helped by the fact they had you know a player more a player. for most of the game but they were the better yep. team yeah they, they had yep. a number of opportunities yeah okay Wow, exciting yeah. stuff! And the uh, it was a pretty tough game for the ref. You said there were a few red cards, or was it just well? There the was one? there was only uh, the one, but it yeah. got very fiery towards the end. I mean, there was almost a punch on, and then uh, <laughs> some of the uh, Afghan players after the game went up to him and started like sarcastically applauding in his face. And so, oh. full credit to the ref. I I love when refs do this. He's just pulled out a red card after the game, and he said, "Well." You're suspended for next week now. You can't do that to me. And, and I, and I, did I'm he follow like, through with that? Yeah, followed through yep. would have been, you know, so she's now suspended yeah. for, for the next game. And I, yeah, ref shouldn't take that kind of disrespect. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. frustration and just sort of being like, ah, ref, you know, that's one thing. Yeah. But sort yeah. of doing that is, is, is a lot. And he could, he would not have been more than 18. I'm pretty sure his mum was there. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, what a game. 
yeah so don't don't do that to refs everyone uh but yeah that was that was my experience well you've taken the scouting up a notch Taryn uh, I know (laughs) I don't know that I can compete with that but that was well it's even it's even because of the commentary getting the player bios yeah that really lifts it that really yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that was taking it to a whole new level I like it (laughs) we'll move on to the state two game now so um state two have got Melbourne uni at home you play at 315 um, now, we know Melbourne Uni, they're our frenemies from last year. Uh, they finished fourth last year and we we finished um, below them. Um, but we always have quite a good tussle with Melbourne Uni. They're currently third on the ladder. They've had five wins, no draws. They've had three losses and they've got a goal difference of 20. I guess um, probably easier to talk about who they lost to. So Barton beat them 2-1, Dubton beat them 2-1 and Elwood beat them 2-1. Um, but they've beaten... Um, all the other teams, and then I guess we finish. You're the uh, Yarra Jets are the last team they have to play, I think, until we go through again. Um, just scouting. I know it's always interesting when you look at the Melbourne Uni socials because they just cover every team so well, and you you don't really know which team they're talking about all the time and which players. But our mate who came on the pod last year, Nick, she scored two goals this season. So I think um, is she a defender? I can't even remember. She was playing yeah. goalkeeper last year because, yeah, but because she defense. was injured or someone else was in their goalkeeper That's right. was injured. Yeah, and then I think even in the last game, their goalkeeper was back, but she was still maybe defensive. Anyway, she scored two goals, which I thought I'd point out. Well done, Nick. feel like we know you. Um, <laughs> other things, like there's not a lot. There's been a few of their players who have celebrated 100 games recently. I always look at their socials and just see what we can copy and what we can do. Um, I didn't get any, you know, insights into what they've been doing for to help you, Taryn, so you might need to look that up. Um, but they've got a few players that have played 100 games and I thought I wonder if we've got any players that are close to 100 games and it could be something that we should shout out because I'm sure there's a few. Um, they've also got like a special pride shirt for Pride Month um, and, and their, their comment on the socials was it's Pride Month everyone, it's Pride Month everyone, which means it's time for Melbourne Uni Soccer Club to participate in rainbow capitalism. <laughs> kind of cool. I mean, maybe our other mate. Who does the socials? Is it Ange, Angela? Ah, uh, yes. That maybe, would have been an Angela special. Yeah, yep. maybe she wrote yep. that yep. one. So that, yep. that was a good comment. But, yeah, they're selling this pride shirt to, um, you know, to raise funds and make, make some money, which I thought was a really cool concept. And I know there's a couple of teams doing the same sort of thing, which I think is great. Actually, um, didn't you know we can cure homophobia by giving money to corporations? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, we know we love playing Melbourne Uni. Um, I'm sure it'll be a, a nice game and uh, maybe we'll get one of their guests on next week to debrief about it. But um, I go for the win, guys. They're above us. But I think where we are on the ladder probably doesn't quite reflect where we should be. So I think um, let's go in and, and go for the win. Yes. Yes. I have I have nothing more to add. It doesn't reflect <laughs> where we should be. And I'm no. so determined to get a win. We're going to do it. Yeah. No, I don't know. that I can't see anything on their socials about injured players or any, any of that going on. So I've got no insights whatsoever. They're just a big club. They've got so many women's teams. I'm sure they're, they're just well-resourced. And they'll, they'll, they'll bring in a good fight on Sunday. Does that mean, Dutchie, if, did I hear correctly, is it a double home game this weekend? It is a double home game. Yeah. A double home game. Yes. Right, people, you know what that means. State twos are coming out early. State threes are staying late. We're going to the terminus afterwards. That's so, what it means. That's what it means. That's <laughs> what it means. And there may be toasties as well. We'll see. Ah, the toasties are the best part. 
The tasties are the best part, yeah. I've got a clash though. I need to work out what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> I'm coaching and not playing, do I get a toasty? Yeah, you should do. You should do. Did you get offered them last time? I don't I don't think there were any vegan ones. Ah, uh, no, that's right. We don't do we didn't do vegan was too hard. <laughs> we might but this time this time we're gonna introduce gluten free. We're getting there one step at a time, okay? We do vego, vegetarian. Yeah. We'll get to vegan. We'll get to vegan. Look, I do have a confession. I'm vegan at home. I'm vegetarian outside of the home. And I go. did eat a cheese toasty on Sunday via the coffee van. And it yep. was too much cheese and it did not sit very well. Okay. And it wasn't helping my mood when we were conceding goals. <laughs> Look, we'll work on it. It is just, you know, the toasties are very volunteer-based and we all kind of bring things. So it's... Um, it's been a bit much to kind of look at everyone's dietary requirements, but we might we might get there one day, okay? <laughs> we need to be that club. We need to be progressive with that as well. So we'll get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You're doing your best. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, we'll go into our final segment, the most wholesome segment of the week, and that is our Jetty's moment of the week keely let's start with you what was your moment of the week um probably having gertie on the field with us um and nia as coach that was you know double double coaching because we had nia yelling at us on the sidelines and um gertie yelling at us on the pitch it was great loved it did you hear nia yelling uh well at some points i could yeah she was she was yeah She she was great I thought it was very funny when she like completely overrode what Gertie was saying as well. <laughs> she took her coaching very seriously. It was good. Incredible. Dutchie? Um, look, mine was going to be the same as what Keely has just said, but I've got some backups just in case. Um, so I believe, Sharon, you had a fall during the week at training. Uh, yes, the training. I'm just going to, my moments of the week are all about falls. And uh, Claude had a nice fall in the uh, yesterday in the game. I'll, I'll talk about Claude's as well. And then we'll go, get to yours, Taryn. You can retell your story. But there was like this massive kick that came from, I don't know, it was like maybe just past the halfway line just a massive kick that went over Claude's head. But as she stretched up to grab it, she just fell backwards. And I'm like, oh, you almost got it. But to make it even worse, it just skimmed into the goal as well. And it was like, bloody hell. Like, she's just flying there back. And she's like, how did that go in? And we're like, how did they score a goal from way out there? <laughs> that was just, Claude was there on the ground. We're just like laughing. Anyway, tell us about your ball, Taryn. I don't really know what it's not that much to say. Okay. So you were practicing some kicks after training, yeah. weren't you? So so the thing is, and I, I feel like I do need to constantly keep adding this context because a lot of people don't know. So I have I have been quite sick for the past year now. This is as I'm a couple of days away from my one year anniversary of having COVID for the first time. Um and it's things that things are definitely improving, but improvement is not linear, right? So sometimes some days are much better than others. Sometimes I get very motivated, and other days I'm, I'm I'm less so. So it's 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 things aren't linear, but things are on the on the improve. Um, and every so often I get this spark, and I'm like, I'm gonna get back to football, <laughs> and I 
you know, decide to start practicing kicks or practicing, you know, whatever, like going from side to side. Or I go, I can sprint and then I take three steps and, and fall over, but it's it was a fun <laughs> three steps. Uh, <laughs> so on Thursday, I was really into kicks and I was like, yeah, still got it, still got it. You know, I can, I can kick. Um, problem being is I was wearing runners and the field is really muddy. Uh, so after a few kicks, I was feeling really good. And I decided to line one up on halfway and see if I could get it in the goal. Uh, and instead <laughs> I slipped and fell very hard on my back <laughs> <laughs> and, um, everyone around me completely lost it. And <laughs> apparently it was the funniest thing Chloe had ever seen in her life because she was losing her mind. Yeah. So it did uh, hurt. It actually really hurt. Oh, okay. You, are you okay? <laughs> and I hope Claude's okay. I know I, I make fun of the room. Oh, yeah. I was fine. I, like, spent some time rolling out my back the next day. <laughs> but it was quite like my head was like, whoa, like Yeah, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. But it was funny, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. What's your moment of the week, Taryn? My moment of the week. So I mentioned earlier that a lot of people in our game were getting quite fired up. Uh including me, including me on the sidelines, to be fair. It was very, very frustrating at times. Um, but Candles in particular. Candles oh, was, there's a dark was very fired up, really, you know. She was arguing with the ref. She was getting into some, you know, getting a bit aggro. And, I, like, I had to pull her off. I was like, she's going to get carded. Like, this is, like, she's really, you know... So she, so I, I pull her off and I, I give her a break and I'm like, Candles, you're, you're playing fine. It's nothing to do with how you're playing, but you're going a little bit nuts. You need to <laughs> calm down. And then you tell me when you're feeling better. You know, you're a grown adult. You tell me when you've calmed down and we'll get you back on the pitch. She's like, okay. Oh, Except she wasn't actually, I don't think she said anything. She yeah. was literally there and I'm going to give you, you to a visual, but for everyone else, she was on the bench, like with her arms crossed. Like looking down, <laughs> she was so mad, <laughs> and so I just kind of left her to her own devices for a bit. And after a while, you know, I was like, "You okay?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Cool, we'll go back on. Gonna be all good." So she goes back on the pitch. I'm like making notes on my phone. I look up. She's just gone through a player immediately and given away a foul within ten seconds of coming back on the pitch. I was like. Candles. <laughs> so yeah, seeing Candles go on, player ten seconds after getting back on the pitch after uh, I pulled her off to calm down is my moment of the week because I I lost it. Like, I don't think I've ever seen her fired up. I wish I was there. It was very funny. It was it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get fired up, Keely? Not no, not really. Like no. afterwards, I might. Like yeah. in the car, I get really angry, but never like on the field. Thankfully, right. So we need yeah. to be in the car on the way home with you to get your uh, yeah, get your true feelings. Yeah, <laughs> noted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there for this week. Thank you so much for listening you can follow our socials on twitter at yarrow jets pod you can follow our instagram yarrow jets wfc where you get all the good stuff 
all the goss. I mean, you don't really get that much goss about it. I mean, if you were doing a scouting segment on us, you wouldn't actually get that much, other than that we're very fun. And, exactly. You know. There's more in our stories than on our actual, so you'd have to follow us all the time to get That's the true, true. The true yeah. taste of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or on the RSS feed. Be sure to go into those apps and give us five stars because that's it's fun when you do that. Uh, and I, I love having more five-star ratings than um, other more reputable podcasts that definitely get more listens. So it's, it's fun. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyron Hedo. You can follow Dutchie on Twitter at Fiona Holland. Keely, do you have any social media that you would like to plug? Um, yeah, you can. I'm private. You can follow me on Instagram if you want. It's my <laughs> full name with the E's replaced with threes. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> so if you know Keely, follow her. If you don't, don't. Yeah. That's if you weird. don't, don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> but do if, it. But if you're a Jedi, can we follow you, Keely? Yeah. If you're You'll a Jedi, accept us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Excellent. Superb. So follow the RHS pod, follow me, follow Dutchie, and maybe if you are a jet, follow Keely. Good. (laughs) Well, again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, and goodbye. Goodbye.